This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Welcome to ER Vet on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Justine Lee, and I'm an emergency critical care veterinary specialist and toxicologist. Thanks for joining us today. Today, we're going to be talking about COVID-19 or coronavirus and whether or not dogs and cats can get it. We'll be right back after these messages. When we put him on the Dynavite, he took right to it. All of these symptoms disappeared. Dynavite is nutrition. If you want the dog to be healthy, you got to feed it something healthy. Something that he actually likes to eat. You need to put him on Dynavite. Dynavite for life. If you love your dog, you don't just want him healthy, you want him to be happy. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to ER Vet on Pet Life Radio. Now, if you're doing what I'm doing, you're probably hunkered at home sheltering at home. And this is really important because we're trying to flatten the curve when it comes to coronavirus. Now, in a previous episode of ER Vet, I did talk about coronavirus and the different types that dogs and cats get. Now, most of the time, dogs will get a gastrointestinal version or rarely a respiratory version. Cats get a type of coronavirus that's more commonly known as feline infectious peritonitis. And we had a previous episode just on FIP. But the reason why I wanted to do another episode on coronavirus is because more recently in the past week, there's been more information about pets potentially getting coronavirus. Now for you dog owners, you're off the hook, but if you have a ferret or you have cats, I want you to pay attention. Now there's already some great information out there on the internet. And when in doubt, I always tell people to go to a credible source for veterinary information. And one of my favorite sources is called Wasava, which is the global veterinary community for the World Small Animal Veterinary Association. They actually released an advisory statement from their scientific and one health committees on the outbreak of COVID-19 and what you need to know in dogs and cats. And the reason why I'm trying to educate you guys on it is because what veterinarians and animal rescue organizations were seeing in China was that people were abandoning their dogs and cats because they were quarantined right away and they couldn't care for them or they were worried they were getting it from their pets. So since we did the last episode on coronavirus, I wanted to let you know there has been a bit of an update. There was initially one 17-year-old Pomeranian that was diagnosed positive for COVID-19. Now, please keep in mind, this dog wasn't showing any symptoms at all, and the owner was positive for COVID-19. A short while later, several weeks later, a second dog in Hong Kong was tested positive along with one cat from Belgium. 
Keep in mind that neither of the two dogs were showing symptoms, but the cat was showing symptoms. Well, based off this, IDEX, which is one of the largest veterinary diagnostic laboratories in the world, started testing thousands of dogs and cats for SARS-CoV-2, which is the coronavirus strain responsible for COVID-19 in humans. And please be aware, they actually released a press release in the middle of March of 2020, stating they have not seen any positive cases in our four-legged family members. Now, keep in mind, this is most likely in North America and mostly in the United States. So they saw zero cases. In fact, IDEX actually created a new veterinary test for COVID-19, and this is done using PCR testing. This actually tests for the DNA of the virus. This is really similar to what they're doing in human medicine, which is also a PCR test. Now, none of the dogs that IDEX tested were positive. None of the cats were positive, but the latest update that just came out a few days ago is that some zoo animals living in the Wildlife Conservation Society part of the Bronx Zoo were recently diagnosed positive for SARS coronavirus 2. And this was repeated multiple times. In fact, what happened was they did respiratory tract samples and they submitted them to the Animal Health Diagnostic Center and New York State Veterinary Diagnostic Laboratory at my alma mater, Cornell University College of Veterinary Medicine. They also submitted samples to the University of Illinois College of Veterinary Medicine Veterinary Diagnostic Laboratory. And what ended up happening was they had one Malayan tiger, two Amur tigers, and three African lions that tested positive. In fact, these big cats were symptomatic. They had clinical signs consistent with COVID-19. These cats had a dry cough, some wheezing, and mild inappetence. It turns out that the source of the infection was thought to be from a zookeeper who, at the time, wasn't showing any symptoms of COVID-19. Thankfully, don't worry, all the affected cats are doing well, and they're being treated by the veterinarians at the zoo with supportive care, monitoring, and antibiotics. Thankfully, the Wildlife Conservation Society at the Bronx Zoo is now using enhanced personal protection equipment, what we call PPE in the medical field. And this includes masks, face shields, coveralls, and gloves. So they're using this to make sure that both the humans and the four-legged creatures are safe. We'll continue with this really important topic right after these messages from our sponsors. Hey everyone, Michelle Fern here. I have the perfect gift for Mother's Day. You know, I can't visit my mother-in-law as much as I'd like to, and that's why I love the Skylight Frame. It's a touchscreen photo frame that you can email photos to, and they appear in seconds, so my mother-in-law can see the pictures right away. And I have a great savings for you. Just go to skylightframe.com slash pet and you'll save $10. That's right. S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com slash pet, P-E-T, and you'll save $10. And get ready to receive sheer happiness thank yous from your recipient because they will love this. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet 
Welcome back to ER Vet on Pet Life Radio. We're talking about COVID-19 and whether or not we can get it from our pets or whether or not we can give it to them. We've already talked about how there have been two positive dog cases, one positive domestic short hair case, and a couple of positive zoo or exotic animals that have tested positive. As I mentioned before, it is relatively uncommon for our household dogs and cats to test positive. And this is based on some evidence of what IDEX, a veterinary diagnostic lab, did when they tested animals. And again, they did not see any positive dogs or cats in North America. But there's a couple of takeaways that I wanted to tell you about. First of all, you don't need to rush off to your veterinarian requesting a test for COVID-19 for your dog and cat. The main reason why I don't want you to rush off to do this is because just so you're aware, most veterinary visits in the United States are deemed emergency or essential treatment only during the pandemic. And this is because of shelter at home. So most veterinary clinics in the United States are actually only offering emergency care. They're often doing curbside practice, which means you as a pet owner can't even go into the veterinary clinic. This is what we're doing at the practice where I work, which is Animal Emergency and Referral Center of Minnesota. We have our front desk staff that are completely dressed in personal protection equipment, go meet you at the car, take your pet into the hospital, and then we'll talk to you via the phone or via Zoom or Skype or something like that. The main reason why we're doing that is because remember that COVID-19 is primarily transmitted person to person, not person to pet or pet to person. So we want to take all precautions to make sure there's not human to human exposure. So again, don't rush off to your vet requesting the test for it just yet. Now, I will say if you were recently diagnosed as COVID-19 positive and you have a cat, please let us know and call the clinic before you even drive to the hospital. And the main reason why is we need time to get appropriate PPE to protect our own staff. I also wanted to fill you guys in on a couple of studies that just came out from China. Now, please keep in mind, these are two recent papers that were submitted. They have not been accepted for peer-reviewed publication. In other words, they're not accepted into the human or veterinary literature or scientific data right now, but the PDFs are available online. The first paper is called Susceptibility of Ferrets, Cats, Dogs, and Different domestic animals to SARS coronavirus 2. Again, this paper was released before it was peer reviewed, so it hasn't been critically reviewed yet. The other key thing about this study is that it was performed in an experimental setting, which is totally different from natural infections or the current pandemic that's going on. So we can't necessarily extrapolate this to what's going on right now with the COVID-19 pandemic. As a veterinary scientist, I'm going to tell you that cats can be experimentally infected with lots of different infections, but they rarely get some of these diseases normally. So again, we can't extrapolate this just yet. However, a second study just came out or is undergoing peer review submission right now. And this paper is called SARS-CoV-2 Neutralizing Serum Antibodies in Cats, a Serologic Investigation. Sounds like a mouthful, but this was a paper that actually measured blood antibodies to cats in China. And this is a really important study because it did find that cats did test positive for an antibody response with measurable amounts, meaning they were exposed. In this study, 
what they did was they actually collected blood samples before the outbreak and after the outbreak. And approximately 15% of the blood samples collected after the outbreak in the samples they collected were positive for a receptor binding domain of SARS-CoV-2. What this means is that cats were building up antibody titers. So this demonstrates that SARS-CoV-2 has infected the cat population in Wuhan during that outbreak. What does this mean for you cat owners? We know based on some of the preliminary studies that are out, dogs probably aren't at risk. In fact, the two dogs that tested positive were probably positive for COVID-19 from environmental contamination from their human. But based off this preliminary study done in China, it means that ferrets and cats potentially are more at risk. What does that mean if you're a cat owner? Please don't abandon or give up your cat, but please use proper hygiene. This is recommended again by that Wasaba Advisory Council statement. Let me summarize it for you. First of all, keep your cats indoors, be safe and quarantine and shelter in place. If you have clinical signs consistent with COVID-19, make sure someone else is caring for the cat while you're quarantined into one room of the house if possible. Also make sure to wear a mask and use proper hygiene. In other words, wash your hands before you touch your cat, after you touch your cat, after you feed your cat, try to minimize contact with your cat and always wear a mask ideally all times. If you can, try to get someone else to take care of the cat or quarantine your cat in a room without you. So the key takeaway is, will my pet give me coronavirus? No, there's no evidence of pets infecting people. Now, keep in mind the few positive animals that we have seen, again, two dogs, one cat, a couple of big cats in a zoo, some had symptoms, some didn't. The dogs didn't have any symptoms, but the cat and the big cats did. Cats are thought to be susceptible. Ferrets are thought to be susceptible, but there are zero cases reported from pet to people transmission. It's more likely that we give our coronavirus to them. So things I don't want you to do, I don't want you to abandon or surrender your pet to the shelter just because you're positive for COVID-19. I don't want you to have a pet tiger or a pet lion just to minimize your risk. I don't want you to panic if you're sick. Try to see if someone else can take care of your cat. And when in doubt, if you're looking on the internet for resources, please always verify the source. When in doubt, you want to go to a credible source like Wasaba, which is WSAVA.org. You want to go to the ABMA or the American Veterinary Medical Association website, or a great website that I love directing even veterinarians to is www.wormsandgermsblogs.com. That's written by a leading board-certified veterinary internist from Canada. He has got fantastic up-to-date information about COVID-19 and pets. More importantly, remember... There is a very minimal risk of pets spreading COVID-19 to their human two-legged family members. It's more likely the opposite way. There are over 1 million human cases worldwide of COVID-19 right now, and very few animals that have tested positive. If the pandemic did truly spread really badly to pets, we veterinarians would have seen it by now. More importantly, please be safe. Shelter at home. But keep in mind, you can still go and walk your dog. You want to stay safe inside. You want to make sure you're maintaining social distancing. You're keeping six feet away. I do eight to 10 just to be on the safe side. But that doesn't mean you can't go outside. 
Right now, dogs and cats are excited because they're surrounded by their two-legged family members all the time. And I'm seeing more and more people walk their dogs outside. So again, don't stress too much about COVID-19 and you having pets. But if you do test positive, then you do want to call your veterinarian for advice. There's great resources out there. Just make sure you choose credible, accurate medical ones for information. Well, that brings me to the end of today's show. Be safe and find me at drjustinelee.com, on Facebook at Dr. Justine Lee, or email me your pet questions at drjustine at petliferadio.com. With that, we're out of time, and we want to thank Mark Winter, our producer, for making this show possible. See you at the next episode. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.